All right, five, four, three, two, one, record a podcast. Welcome back to Optimistically Salty. My name is Tracy, and today we're going to be talking about one of my self-care habits and how I approach it. Um, The book that I read is called Miracle Morning, and this is actually a book I read a few years ago and have kind of worked through and adapted their principles to my life and I'm just going to share a little bit about what works for me and what doesn't and encourage you to do the same. Welcome. So we're going to start off by talking a little bit about the snooze button and a metaphor for life. And then I'm going to talk to you guys a little bit about The Miracle Morning and my most recent book to finish, which was Extreme Ownership. So let's start off with the snooze button. For me, the snooze button is basically a metaphor for my life. If I can hit that snooze button, I can procrastinate on everything. (laughs) I can pick up my phone and I can bypass hours doing absolutely nothing and then run out of time for the important things because I was so busy on my phone doing absolutely nothing. I remember from the five second rule Mel Robbins talked about what happens when you hit the snooze button and how each time you do that you kind of shock your body awake with the alarm and then you go back to sleep and each time it goes off you're having a harder and harder time waking up because your body goes into a deeper sleep cycle. That's also why if you turn off your alarm and you accidentally go back to sleep, you might sleep for about two hours because your body is ready to go back to sleep then. You've entered a new cycle. And the realization that I was just procrastinating by hitting this news button, I was tired, All of a sudden, I just had this flip happen with reading Extreme Ownership that it was like, it just doesn't matter if I'm tired. Just get up and do the thing you said you were going to do. Don't be a baby. Just get up and do the thing you said you were going to do. For me, I started a new workout program. So I, my alarm set for 4.30 in the morning. I was challenged in the book to set an alarm, get up and exercise. And that's what I started doing this week. I am exhausted when I get up in the morning, but I don't really put a lot of thought into the process anymore. I just get up, I put on my workout clothes, I brush my teeth, and I go do my workout. I usually have my coffee sitting there ready so that when my workout's done, I can just go straight to my coffee. I can like detour to it. As soon as my water's gone, that coffee is mine. So getting into the habit, again, of getting up early has been interesting so far this week. Effective, good. I've stopped questioning the why. I've stopped battling with myself over it. And I think Jocko makes mention frequently of this idea that discipline equals freedom. And it's so true because the discipline of getting up takes away all of my excuses, all of that thinking, all of that wasted time is just free now. I just get up and I do the thing I need to do and I move on with my day. And it's really easy to continue it when you can let yourself just do the work. 
about two years ago, I read the book, The Miracle Morning, and actually participated in several challenge groups. I had a lot of people do a miracle morning with me, and a lot of them, and I am included, really struggled with getting all of the parts of Miracle Morning into their morning. And I'm going to reflect a bit on that. Miracle Morning is about getting up early in the morning and working for yourself first before you work for anybody else. So getting up and spending time in, they use these SAVERS acronym, silence, affirmations, visualization, exercise, reading, and scribing or journaling. But it would be weird to put a J, right? So scribing. And I'm a big rule follower. So telling me that I needed to do these things every morning was pretty easy for me while I was doing it. Okay, I have to do these things, I'll do them all. But I'm also all or nothing, or at least rather was all or nothing. So before, if I couldn't do two of those things, then I wouldn't do any of them. (laughs) Which looking back is ridiculous, but that's just how I was. It was all or nothing all the time in my life. I can see the trend from the time I was an early teenager on, all or nothing. So... Silence is your meditation. And then for affirmations, I had affirmations written in a notebook on a page and I would read my affirmations out loud like I was at some Tony Robbins thing. Visualization, I created a (laughs) Pinterest board that was all for my miracle morning. And it was just things that I wanted to bring into my life that I would look at the pictures. Exercise, I was just doing whatever exercise program or riding my spin bike to get some exercise in. Reading, I would read for 15 minutes each morning, and then scribing was journaling. And for me, that was usually just kind of a brain dump for the day, slash looking at my schedule for the day and or week to just keep things fresh in my mind for what was coming up. So as I struggled to maintain all of these and would drop off, I kind of am starting to realize I've changed. I've grown as a person and I've changed as a person. I don't do affirmations anymore because either they worked, I would have to find the list and verify that. They probably haven't all come true magically, but I just don't need to do affirmations like that anymore. And same for visualization. I stopped looking at other people's lives for visualization in that way, where I was looking at Pinterest, like looking at this amazing, beautiful house in Hawaii thinking, oh my gosh, someday I want to live there. Even though I'm sure it would be amazing, I've actually started to focus my time and energy more on my real life and the people in my life and seeing in them things that I want for myself and working towards those things. It's a really different shift for me from looking at a picture versus the reality. It's healthier for me to just think about the things that I want that are in the here and now instead of the house in Hawaii. So those two things have really dropped off for me. And scribing has changed as well. I don't journal like I used to. I do spend time doing research for the book I'm writing. And I do spend time planning for these podcasts and... That's pretty much my only journaling. If I feel really like stressed out, then I will sit down with a calendar and I will plan 
because that makes me feel like my life is somehow in my control. Or I will brain dump, which is just every thought that pops up into my head goes down on a piece of paper. But I don't have a daily scheduled journal time. I'm realizing I'm not that girl. And I'm actually okay with it now. I think that if I'm tracking, if I have goals that I'm tracking, then I have a way of doing that. And that's separate from journaling for me. But I don't feel the need to sit down and dear diary it every single day anymore. Exercise. Oh my goodness. All right. So in, I started jujitsu in December and I went to evening classes for a while in December. So I knew for sure I was going to get that exercise in. And in January, I moved to morning classes. Starting with the morning classes, it was nice because it gave me that consistency. I knew that four days a week in the morning, I would be at the gym doing something no matter what. And I've added and taken away other workout programs over the past several months with that. But I never really made it like the miracle morning was where I was getting up with intention working out. So that has been a big change for me in the past week was bringing that back into my life. The alarm goes off at 4.30, I turn it off, I go work out. And the other big thing has been silence. Taking time for meditation again. I think meditation is one of those, it's like green vegetables. Like we've all heard how amazing meditation is for us. We've all heard how it's so good about reprogramming our brain, about healing ourselves, about being able to focus better. There's so many amazing benefits to meditation, just like there is to a big bowl of spinach. And yet we don't want to just sit down with ourselves and take care of ourselves. We don't want to sit down necessarily and feed ourselves the right food. And I think meditation for me has been really beneficial with finally putting pieces of my life together. There were things that I wanted for myself. There were things, ways that I wanted to be that I couldn't quite grab onto. And when I started doing meditation about a year and a half ago now, I was finally able to kind of quiet my mind a little bit. That like nastiness that was always running in the back of my mind, I was able to just kind of let go of. And the amazing thing for me when I did start jiu-jitsu, and when I say start, I mean start. I am a baby white belt in jiu-jitsu. <laughs> I have not even begun to scratch the surface on the layers of jiu-jitsu. I'm just realizing that the meditation has benefited me where I am right now. And it will probably continue to benefit me as I grow. There's this moment... Um, for those of you who are not familiar with jiu-jitsu, it's similar to wrestling where you are on the ground and you are um, rolling around working for a submission, basically. So working on chokes and things like that. As I get into that and we're doing these like five-minute rounds, um, I can stop myself, take a deep breath, and kind of get this focus that keeps me from panicking. When there's a 200 pound man sitting on you who's trying to choke you, it's, it can really, you know, get you going there. So to be able to take a deep breath, 
step back, assess the situation, and then move forward is really been amazing for me. Seeing that I have this like superpower because I've done meditation is taking me to a new level, I hope, with my jiu-jitsu game. So I think the big thing that I'm realizing with this is the kind of the idea that discipline equals freedom. So the discipline to get up in the morning, do my workout, take care of what I need to take care of in the morning, do my meditation, um, get lunches packed, do whatever else I need to do, and then head off and do my practice. It's given me the opportunity to come into my practice with a clear mind. It's given me the chance to enjoy that time for myself and then move on with my day from there. So the big thing I guess I'm coming to with this, with the miracle morning, is that you set the tone for your day as soon as your alarm goes off. Whether you hit the snooze button or you decide to get up and start living your life. And that's pretty scary. That means that we're actually in control of something in our life that sometimes can feel like it's spiraling. I wanted to do a quick shout out to a friend of mine who is putting together his own podcast. And just to say that this is a big, scary, vulnerable thing to put yourself out there and to put your ideas out there. And you never really know how others are going to view you through that. But to be fair, my phone doesn't tell me who's listening to my podcast, just how many people have listened to my podcast. So I'm having conversations with people assuming they've not heard it. And every now and then being surprised that they probably know more about me than I realized. So a huge shout out to you. You know who you are. And I look forward to uh, giving a shout out to your first episode on your podcast. I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your week. And a little challenge that Jocko passed along to me to pass along to you. Why don't you try setting your alarm for 430 and getting up and living with attention this week? Thank you guys for joining me for today's podcast. Again, my name is Tracy. You can follow me on Instagram at Trace M. Thompson. Next week, we're going to be talking about writing a novel. This is not coming from somebody who is a published author. This is coming from somebody who wants to talk about being brave enough to get out of your comfort zone and pursue the crazy dreams that you have. Stay optimistically salty, guys.